Welcome back to episode two, technically, of Punchline Pixels. I'm Laird Waisaki, here as your co-host again, joined by my ever-present and ever-friendly co-host, Alex Van Dam. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two. It's great to be back. We tried to record an episode two, full disclosure, yeah, and it didn't quite work out. So here we are. We're doing it again. And it, yeah, it's great to be back. There's a lot to talk about, I guess, in the world of gaming. There is. Start with the obvious, I guess, right off the bat. Zelda. Zelda. What do you think? What's going on, man? You've been playing it too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not too far in. I bought it while I was out of state, so I really haven't sat down and played it as much as I would have liked to have, but I was a big fan of Breath of the Wild, so going Beth back... Breath of the and, Wild? Oh, God. You know, I could have edited that out, but now that you said it... <laughs> <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. It's like Breath of the Wild, but it's about a girl named Bethany. That sounds like a porn version All right, of We're moving Zelda. on from my <laughs> mistakenly said... Breath of the Wild. I was a big fan of that, so I knew I would like this one going into it. And yeah, it's great. It's kind of like Breath of the Wild 2.0 in some ways, being in the same map. But for as much as I've explored on the mainland, it's still different. You know, yeah, it's Hyrule, but like there's variations in the landscape than what Breath of the Wild had. So I guess it almost lends to it being Breath of the Wild 2.0 even more so. But what do you think? How how far are you? Just, I don't want to... Well, Obviously okay, I'm, I'm off the tutorial island. Anything, you know, I'm off the tutorial, and I'm into the main one, and we want to stay as spoiler-free as possible here, too. So I'm probably an hour and a half to two hours on the land. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm I'm probably about, fuck, six, seven hours in. Just spent a lot of time exploring, doing random shit. So, like, when you got to the mainland, this is not really a spoiler, but you know pretty early on how they pretty much set you up with one of those wood caches where there's like yeah. stuff to did yeah. you did you take time to build a ramp there like probably 90 percent of people did oh, or not a ramp a wagon absolutely yeah absolutely it's okay. almost what you're directed to do yeah more or less mm-hmm. i mean you don't have to at all and well so what happened in, in that situation for me i i did what everyone was supposed to do what they wanted you to do right. or what it seemed like they wanted you to do. And I built a little car right there with the wheel. Initially I put the wheels on the bottom, like some stupid fucking cartoon right, right. and realized that they can't go. That Cause that's stupid. not how wheels work. That is stupid. I'm, I'm dumb as shit. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think we've covered that yet, but I'm stupid. No. That, oh no. Uh, you don't need to, you don't need to specify that. They're, oh, okay. That's it. already, they, it. they got the impression <laughs> in episode one. Dinner description. <laughs> Christ. But anyway, no, I um I, I so I built the car, I changed it so the wheels were in the proper place eventually. Mm-hmm. And then I put one of those fucking fire things that yeah. shoot out. I yeah, put yeah. that on the front because I thought that would be tight. For A looks. car with flames shooting on the front of it? That's right? fucking sweet. Went through all that effort and was just like, all right, here we go. Maiden voyage. I'm pumped. Got everything going. Hit the uh, fans to, to get it going, get it moving. Yep. Hit the fire thing in the front yep. and it immediately set the car on fire. Of course it did. Killed me and burned it immediately. It yeah. was probably about 20 seconds. Yep. And that was like five minutes or so of work that were immediately destroyed. But that's you know, the thing about that's that game. What that's about. Right? Yeah, that game is about physics in a lot of ways, you know, how things would actually react. Totally makes sense. I should have thought but it through. Like you should have. You yeah. should have, but, you know. That's pretty much the moral of my life, though. Right, right. Should have thought it through. Yeah, ain't that the truth, man. Look where yeah. you're at now. Well. If you would have thought things through, sky's the limit. I mean, I wouldn't be, I would rather be here than anywhere else, Slayer. Oh. I'm going to be honest with wow. you. And with nobody else other oh. than you. Yeah, I don't, Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very touching moment that we're capturing here live. 
and in person well we're in person you're not you're listening no so i I, after i did all that bullshit and explored around for a little while i fucking kind of pretty much have been going on the main directive that they want you to do and explore the different areas of hyrule and figure out what the anomalies are or whatever they're going on in each area so i i just completed the uh wind temple the first area basically okay so about six seven hours into the game for sure too far but i'm really liking it so far i'm not gonna lie there were moments in the game where i was just like fuck this (laughs) like i there were moments of frustration early on just it is like you said breath of the wild too i mean essentially that's what they're going for i'm not knocking it even that's what it is with added you know abilities and physics and i think as we keep going, though, as we dive in, we're going to realize it's a lot more than that. I don't, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I think we're going to give it more credit here yep. in the next episode. I For feel sure. Like we're going to be bigger fans of it. And I, I also, mean, I'm not trying to put. I don't even think it's necessarily an insult either. Yeah. You see, look at God of War just did it recently. Majora's Mask did it back in the day. When they reuse an engine and call it a sequel, it's always going to feel like a point five in some ways. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that it's all bad to say that it's Breath of the Wild 2.0. Breath of the Wild is, look at, some people would call it a masterpiece. It was 9 and out of 10s and 10s out of 10s across the board. So yeah. to be called that is probably the greatest compliment they can get. How many times does a sequel come out and it's super shitty compared to the original? Yeah, you know, point. more often so than not, it. that's the case. It's <laughs> like, play it safe, use the same engine, do the thing. It's almost like recreate what you did before, but improve upon it, you know? Yeah. Look what they did. I mean, this whole world above Hyrule and... I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. It's pretty early in the game and underneath how you Yeah, the caves. You know. Yeah, that's... I'd that's... say your temple reference is a bit of a spoiler, though. Is know? it? You think so? I don't know if people can assume there's temples in it. After the first one. You're a piece of shit, you know that? All right, well, wind, <laughs> wind area. Moving on. I don't know. Moving, well, there's no correcting at this point. It's recorded. It's in history here. Jesus Christ. People will be listening to this for years and years. Well, that's fine. I'm comfortable or with it. 27 uh, fans. Feel free to email me, alexmvandam at gmail.com. Alex.m.vandam. Uh, there's no dots. Oh, there isn't. No, there's no dots. You, you strike no. me as a dot guy. <laughs> You just no dots it, in the email. Area. You run it all through like a amalgamation of a long word. Uh, amalgamation. I'm sorry, you tripped me up with the word amalgamation. <laughs> like happens. we already spoke about. I'm not the smartest, so you know you gotta use shorten these dumb words it down. with me. I'll dumb it down. So I don't know about Zelda. I'm really excited to dive in further and move on to the next areas. I mean, it's not the same as Breath of the Wild entirely. The physics, obviously, they added a lot of new shit there. It's the same shit, though. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. I'm not. I don't, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer and shit. I feel like that's how I came across in the first episode a little bit, like Mister mm. Negative. That's not who I am. Mm. I'm a ha- see. You can tell by the way my voice just picked up a little bit there. You know, I, I'm a happy guy. That's what people I'm do doing all right. Lying. That's what people do when they're right, lying right, too. guys. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the same map. The caves aren't thrilling. I don't know if you've explored any of the caves yet. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've delved okay. in a little. There's nothing like thrilling going on there yet, at least. I'm sure maybe they'll expand on caves a little bit. Right, right. Exploring the skies is cool. I, I've gotten disoriented on a couple occasions exploring the skies, and the controls aren't the best. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's one of my main critiques. That's the is... only knocks I have on it so far. But, you know, I could reference that back to Red Dead 2. I feel like I have the same struggles with this game that I did with Red Dead, where it's like, if you don't play that game consistently, you forget the controls, you get a little mixed up every once in a while, then you're mm. in the... Me- like, I'm constantly throwing my weapon at people accidentally. Oh, constantly, yeah, yeah. Constantly, dude. Because I, I don't know what... 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just not paying enough attention, you know, or trying to I, shoot I an arrow or something. Right, right. It, that's go, exactly ah, it. That's exactly it. what it is, dude. So I'm throw my torch at you. Yeah, that's kind of one of my main critiques. One of my critiques about Zelda in general, I think, and I'm hoping that this game can fix it, but so far I haven't seen it. Is I don't think the game balances its reward system well. After you go through a really extensive maze or difficult part or really a part that draws you in. The reward at the end is like 50 rupees. You know what I mean? I, I understand what you mean. There I think isn't there, a lot yeah. of consistency with the chess, even so far in Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. times where I've been like, I found like a remote area or something that's like, holy shit, like, what did I find? This right. is fucking something exclusive. And then I open it up and it's like, here's a green rupee, man. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Fuck yeah. Here you fucking go. Here's five arrows. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> And yeah, but again, yeah, I feel like that's been a complaint. I think that's a, a problem with Zelda's across the board. I think it's always been like that. It's been that. a long time since I've played anything other than Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. Like, before, since I've played an older Zelda game. Yeah, because you didn't buy that Switch one, Skyward Sword on Switch. I, I didn't buy it on Switch. Yeah. I played it on, what, Wii or whatever. The well, if you ever want to borrow it. I loved I've already beaten Skyward you Sword can't borrow before. It. Oh. I'm just saying, if you wanted to, you can't borrow it. I should have let you finish. I'm so <laughs> it's, it's being, you're being presumptuous, if I'm oh, being honest. But. <laughs> I should just always assume. But all in all, though, man, you know, I know we talked originally about how the preview wasn't hyping you, and then you came back in episode, we'll call it episode 1.5 for us. You came yeah. back and said that, hey, you know, the preview did a I did, good job I hyping was up a little excited. better. How do you think it's delivered now that you played it, and you're, you know, nine hours in? Exactly what we expected, you know what I mean? There's no me being like, holy shit, man. Yeah, it, it's exactly what we expected. But also the preview, and I, I'd say the preview. But yeah, holy shit! That. Like it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I'm uh -huh. not. I'm not trying to be negative or anything like that. It's a solid nine point five out of ten game. Yeah. I don't think any game handles exploration like Zelda does, no. or, or at least this new, these two new ones. And so know? far, I'm liking the exploration in this new one more than the um, other one, just I because agree. of the sheer ability to, I mean, the traversal's better yep. overall. Part of that's because of the new abilities, too. I think that's something that's really unique to it, is these new abilities that they're giving mm -hmm. you. Uh, to, to give you a standpoint of where I'm at, I just got the glider. That's okay. where I'm at. You okay. Know? So, I'm pretty excited about that. I felt very stilted since then, you know, exploring and not being yeah. able to glide down. I so have died... Dude, I've died so many times in that game already. So many times. And I mean, I'm, I'm trying to do shit I probably shouldn't be doing, you know? Yeah. And so it always pays off in me dying. It, you know, it's kind of weird, and obviously this is an apt comparison because this game is probably somewhat based on Breath of the Wild, but it reminds me of Elden Ring in certain points. I think Elden Ring took a lot from yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's obvious. I think it's been say, but pretty public, though. Yeah. That, that was one of the big design influences. But this almost, I don't know, it, it does remind me of that in some aspects. I wonder if they actually took some, you know, I wonder if the developers of Zelda played Elden Ring and were like, all right, it took some inspiration back from that. But there's been a lot of times in this game where I've gotten one-shotted by enemies and shit like that, you know what I mean? For and sure. Especially early in the game like this. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, well, I'm not yeah. too much higher than five hearts, I think. And so. it's an exploration game, so that's to be expected, I guess, too, when you go off the beaten path and go somewhere you maybe not supposed to be. For I, listeners, I just did air quotes on the word supposed. He did, he did. I, I can, I can Someday we'll have video to back that up, but... <laughs> It's exactly what we expected, and I'm excited to keep going with it, because I think that the further we go, you know, the more I'm going to fall in love with it. 
I like it more than Breath of the Wild already. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that it's going to go any place further than what we've already experienced, but I am kind of curious to see. I, I, we did talk in the lab, first episode about how I think people are going to build crazy shit, and I don't think it's going to be like on that level. Dude, have you seen some but, of the stuff? I, I mean, I've seen oh some stuff. Dude, it's but, so funny. I mean, what people I, are doing? Yeah. A lot of dicks. A lot of dicks. A lot of dicks. And a lot give of, uh, people an opportunity to make something. Exactly. There will be dicks. Dude, a big thing is taking the Koroks who are looking for their friend yeah. and torturing them. Mm-hmm. And so they're building these huge... Oh, yeah, yeah. I've like, seen that. I did see that. fire roast and I things like that, that dude. Yeah. Oh, I think it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. No, I did see the rotisserie Korok absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Do you see the crucifixion? The, yeah. There's been a lot of crucifix Koroks. <laughs> it's so funny, man. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was trying to compare it to saying that there might be a Minecraft, you know, essence to it. I don't know if it'll be on that level. But I don't think it can be. Yeah. I think it's too stilted mm. in that in that essence. It's not supposed to be. Either, right, so exactly. And thank God, that's if I'm being honest. Yeah. You know? Hey, speaking, what if Jesus was a Korok? <laughs> I mean, you I, can't Would he, he be wasn't. always trying to look for his friends all the time, the way they are? Wasn't he, though? Yeah, you're right. Wasn't he He's just looking for, looking for friends, dude. Holy shit. I think we just discovered that uh, this game is some sort of allegory for Christianity. I'm sure you could come up with something there. Dude. If we really dove hard into that. Dude. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, moving on from Zelda. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? I did not. I did not see Guardians of the Galaxy. Wait, the first one? The first one? No. Okay. No, that's a valid question because I just said, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? No, I meant Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yes, yes. Okay. Are they going with the volume thing still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's volume 3. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. I've heard mostly good things about yeah. it. I've yeah. heard... I don't know. I'm curious to hear what your opinion is, but from what I've heard, the needle drops are getting a little too on the nose. And by that, I mean the music drops. Oh, my God, dude. Which, that was always their thing. But I feel like they kind of paved the way for other movies in the superhero genre. like Definitely movies in the superhero genre to have that, that, like, soundtrack. Uh, But I think Scorsese's, like, the first who did it in general in movies. Well, yeah, no, I'm talking, you know, how Guardians of the Galaxy 1 will basically... Like, the soundtrack is Changed. a big part of it, too. Like, yeah. I was excited to hear the third soundtrack because, I mean, second I got... second one was solid, too. Yeah, we listen to the first and second one all the time. It's a great collection of songs. Here's the problem when something becomes successful is they find the, the things that made it successful and they accentuate upon it. Like, mm-hmm. look at the second one. I think Drax being funny was something that stood out in the first one. And so on the second one, they made him have too many lines of joke. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like once they figure out what works, uh-huh. they overcorrect. They're too obvious with it. So now it's like this soundtrack for the third one, it is. It's too on the nose. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's the worst of the three. Drax it's, isn't that funny, to be honest with you. You're going to make a lot of people? You're going to make these 27 <laughs> people? You're going to make a lot of 27 people mad? Drax is not that funny. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's not fair. He's made, he made me laugh a couple times. So the third one is... First of the saddest of all of them. I'd say a Who third. Who dies? Tell everyone right now. A third of it is just sad shit. Well, uh, fucking Yandu's gone, so. I'm spoiler, still sad dude. About that. That's not Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I know. Still a spoiler. Oh, come on. If you haven't seen <laughs> the first two by now. And that might even. Is that the second one? That is the okay. second one. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, now, big Yandu guy over here. Was, um, yeah, I like that actor. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. Uh, but yeah. I was going to say, oh, here. fuck. Um, no, it's right there. I'll probably cut this out of the podcast anyway. No, hold <laughs> on. Let's get like 10 minutes of me trying to think of food. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Damn it. Damn, we both had it the same I, time. I, can, I, I want to say Mickey Rourke, and I was like, it's something Mickey like Rourke. that. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. 
Gonna MR. cut all this out. I'm cutting all of this. No, out. actually, I kind of like this. You like this? Yeah, this is what it, it's, it's all about. <laughs> That's true. This is maybe okay. the most entertaining part so far. So you didn't watch it. My review of it. It was. It was good. It's worth seeing. I'd say go okay. see it in theaters. That's the best way to watch a Marvel movie really? is in theaters. Yeah. And they've been really shitty lately. So this is the one to go see in theaters. I need to see more movies in theaters in general. We should go just, to the movies, dude. Yeah. Just in a little mandate. Do they still give handjobs in movie theaters? Mm-hmm. Are you still you allowed to You gotta have the popcorn thing over it, though. That's still a thing. Yeah, you gotta put the dick in the popcorn. It's Otherwise, just... I'm not about it. You can't be so overt with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So obvious about it. Yeah. Like... It's like, dude, you gotta, like, milk the... at least put it in the milk tub box or... I don't know. Junior man. mints. I don't want to put my dick in some popcorn and get it all greasy and buttery and shit. Well, then you ain't getting a handy. Well, you know. Yeah, I guess there's nothing better than a buttery. With great power comes great responsibility, mm. dude. Everybody um, can apply that to. That's very applicable to. Well, we can put life. this to test. And I'm being serious now. What's the next like big movie coming out that you can think uh, of? That uh, Oppenheimer, see? Christopher Nolan's new movie. Is that okay? Yep. So that would be, be willing to see that and get a buttery yeah, handjob at the, the movie. With who? Us. Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to see Oppenheimer without Emily. Okay. You know how it is, though. If you're hanging out with folks, when Alex is hanging out with us... It's I'm always the guy that is uh, alone. Um, all my fr- <laughs> all my friends are either married or in serious relationships, and then I, here comes this fucking asshole. But we always want you there. 33-year-old asshole. We always want you there. Ah, that's a good point. Well, you say that. I invite you, don't I? Yeah, you're right. You're right. If you're I didn't want guy. you there, I wouldn't invite you. You're a good guy. I appreciate that. Well, hey, he's got it recorded now. That's proof that Alex does indeed think I'm a good guy, despite anything he may say otherwise. Yeah. Well. So moving on from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I'm going to touch base. Did you see anything on Redfall? This is maybe it's, like two or three weeks ago at I've, this point. I watched a video review on it. Boy, does it look like shit. Dude. What? Um, I'm getting so sick of broken games getting pushed out. Obligations outside of wanting to make a good game or something like that. It looks broken, and but on top of that, honestly, it just doesn't look that great anyway. Agreed. And I, I, I don't know. I feel bad even saying that because I do really like those developers. Oh, of course. Everybody loves Dishonored. Everybody loved Dishonored. Yeah, That's amazing. But the problem is... They've only gone down since Dishonored. Yeah. Look at Deathloop. Even Dishonored 2 wasn't... Agreed. Probably not as good yeah. as the first one. Yeah. Deathloop, though, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's fair, necessarily. Deathloop was great. I, I really liked Deathloop. I thought that was really an interesting game. But you wouldn't put it in it's your... It's a cool concept. Okay, the year it came out, would it be in your top five? Probably not. Now, the year Dishonored came out, would that have been in your top five? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, yeah, I, that's tough because I don't think it would have been in my top five. Did you play Thief back in the day? Old PC game. I think I did very briefly. Yeah, I, I uh, shout out to my brother Lyric. We uh, would play a lot of PC games, like, like really obscure ones growing oh, up. Yeah. Uh, and Thief was one of them. And Dishonored is so what Thief would be nowadays if the developer could actually make a good game anymore with abilities added to it. So it was just a really cool thing to experience growing up with those games. But ever since then, man, they just. Praise probably the last Arcane. time they did something good. Yeah, that's what I was Yeah, it's about. Arcane and it's actually Bethesda as well. There you go. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I'll edit that out, don't worry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> no, but did you play Deathloop? I have it, yeah. Okay. I, I, I barely dabbled in it. It's, because it's there's cool. so many the other games. The level design is interesting to me. And I don't know. I think it's. I think they did a good job with the level design. You like time loop games? I like roguelikes, which I guess you could maybe call that a time loop I'd game. I'd say all time likes are, I mean, all time mm, loop time games. Likes. 
Their time likes. That's an yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's call it that. Their time likes. That's what Death Loop is. But I think time loop games are almost always inevitably a roguelike. Well, in a way, because you yeah. have to build upon it somehow. Majora's Mask was Death a roguelike. Loop, I would call a roguelike. Is a time like. Yeah. Because you kept abilities that you didn't have the time before. Seeing the development, like, Xbox has no exclusives this generation so far. Nothing noteworthy. Name one thing outside of Halo that was even noteworthy, let alone good. Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. That's true, though. But that's the only thing that comes to mind. Yep. I haven't been able to play that game because I don't have an Xbox. I don't either. I'm, I'm, I'd be willing to buy just the little digital version if they had something worth buying it for. Mm-hmm. Starfield. That's the Starfield only thing. might be if... But now I'm worried hope. about it. Why? Because it's still Bethesda. Bethesda's mm-hmm. just been pushing out garbage. And honestly, when I watched that preview, I wasn't excited about that. Yeah. I thought it looked just like everything else. And I get it. Like, they have a formula that they stick with. But it's like... Do it They're going to have to mix it up. It's somewhere. Skyrim in space. And I get that that's probably the appeal of it to mm-hmm. a lot of people. But I also want it to be something more than that. I'm, I mean, did you ever play uh, The Outer Worlds? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to go down a path like that. Well, we should hope so. Because I think that game's not that bad. they're better developers than Bethesda sometimes. Mm-hmm. They piggyback off a lot of their ideas, obviously. But Fallout New Vegas is the best Fallout, narratively, I'd have to say. And that's uh, Obsidian. You know, so it's like Obsidian made the Outer Worlds as well. So it's like, maybe they should emulate their formula a little bit more than yeah. what they do. You know, That's fair. I, I recently started a new Vegas file and it was great to get back in the swing of that. I don't know, like... They just had that for free on Epic uh, the other day. It's Yeah, you can play it on PlayStation. You can stream it right now and it's free. Dude, you don't PC game at all, do you? I don't, God, no. Dude, you miss out on so many free games. But they just you, gave away Death Stranding and... But you don't PC game, do yeah, you? Yeah, I do, yeah. Oh. Yeah, on my, uh, this right here. Oh, you play on your laptop? Nope. Oh, nope. okay. Dude, I got, this has a great processor and uh, good memory because I got it for Can day, I have day it? trading. Sure. Give it to me. Yep. All right. Folks, now you saw I'm a PC it. gamer. Is, there you go. All right, guys. And you got a good collection on this, too. Did you see anything on that uh, Gollum game, Lord of the Rings? Oh, God. Um, I did. I watched a review on it, and I got to be honest with you. It looks fucking great. I can't wait to pick it up full price. Full $60 price? Actually, I think I might donate more money to it because I think it looks so fucking good. Because you appreciate the developer so much. Yeah. No. All sarcasm aside, looks awful. It looks like they really shit the bed on that one. Were you ever excited about that? No, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy off the bat, to be honest with you. And, but Gollum, who wants to play is that fucking Dude, guy? Dude, it's just like I said in the first episode. These developers need to look The and least ask, appealing character in the series. Does anybody Let's give play a shit? Him. Does anybody give a shit? That's the question that needs to be addressed when they're thinking of these games to develop. Ever since I heard about that game, it was like, who cares? Who wants that? Who's asking what, what for... What does he do that's like... Basically, does, does this he have is... like fun ability? Like, you know what I mean? You want to play... A character that guy. It seems like it's very stealth-based. Okay, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's... Firstly, it's not great-looking stealth in general. It's very... Look, it's like Thief. It just like awkward. that game I remember, or Splinter Cell. It mm-hmm. looks like it's in the shadows. They should be able to see you. And, and that was okay back in the original Xbox days, but yeah. in the generation we're in now, it's you need to, to grow up with a gamer, you know? And that game is two decades too late. The stealth looks awkward. The animations, everything. The graphics look very poor. Agreed. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a game I'm not going to play. Yep. Simply put. Same. I don't it's think I was ever skipped play- by a lot of people. Honestly, even if it came in 9 out of 10s, I probably still wouldn't play it. 
Let's see. It's just not an enticing enough subject I barely matter. played the uh, Shadow of Mordor games. I've never played uh, them, but I have them really? on the PC. Oh, you're yeah. a Lord of the Rings guy. There you go, dude. I, I those, am, those but are good games. I also... The formula cool is a little system. boring to me. I like the Nemesis system, yeah. for sure. Love yeah. that idea. So I think the formula is just too Assassin's creed and I think the, the Ubisoft formula... Man, it just gets stale so quick, man. That's, I mean... I don't know. I don't want to transition into this right away, but... Are you excited for the Assassin's Creed? I think that's a solid transition right there because I was going to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, no. (laughs) I'm not, dude. I was going to say that too. It's like. Like, scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for Assassin's Creed Mirage? I probably. Okay, that's fair. That's more than I thought you would say. I probably won't buy it even on a heavy sale, dude. And you said no, and then you gave me a 6. Yeah, but I could. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I know. I know what's going to happen. Back we, to the base. First, yeah, we played... It's the Middle Eastern setting, too. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know it if it's like... I think maybe it was Turkey. It was. I don't recall. But yeah, this is another yeah. Middle Eastern-based okay. setting. And, dude, we've already had Assassin's Creed 2 in that setting. Let alone... Going back to it, I mean... I was a big Black Flag fan. I loved it. It's um, probably my favorite. I mean, overall, I'm probably a 6 or 7 out of 10 on the Assassin's Creed Have you liked the new ones? Have you liked, so. like... Valhalla, oh, Odyssey, oh, Odyssey. To be fair, I probably put the most time into Odyssey out of any of them. I'd say it probably demand. Well, I don't know. This new one demands a lot of time it's too. It's great, but there's Odyssey's a lot of map was the biggest. I think too big, essentially, and yeah. that's what they're trying to do with this new one is essentially go back to the basics right. and kind of make it a more isolated area. Right. Which I'm all for because. I don't know. I think I talked about it a little bit with open world games in general in the first episode. Maybe it was 1.5. I don't know. People just, they, they tend to just, like, oh, Dead Island is what we were talking about. How I like that it's not going to be an open world game. The new one that's it's just a lot out. of filler and bullshit. I agree. Odyssey in particular was just hours and hours of just tacked on content and areas that didn't need to be there. And like the same shit over and over. I too, barely dude. scratched the surface same. of the game, and I probably put sixty hours in. I probably it. put thirty or forty yeah. in, and it just honestly. And then I don't think the England setting is the most interesting setting either. England's not For, the most interesting landscape in general. Yeah, just kind of rolling green hills everywhere. With rivers cutting through it, you know. Yeah. Maybe there was variation later in. Odyssey, but... I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the landscape in Odyssey was awesome. Like, yeah. it was really cool. The I think it's the most interesting. The, you know, the architecture and the structures and everything, statues. That's Greece, right? Yeah, yeah. That's... Dude, that's the thing about traveling. Like, when you go to these, like, ancient sites, it's like they you don't go like there. climb on the monuments. Fuck, they don't that's let you. The thing. They don't let you within, like, 50 feet of it. Oh, or right. behind, like, a rope. Dude, all these pictures people take on, like, Instagram and shit. Yeah. They don't show that there's like 150 people on the other side. Like I don't leave thing. That's I yeah. I don't leave my house, so yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But it's good to know well, before you're, I. You're here. That's that's true. That's, that's I'm this probably is a vacation move for you. Soon, so this is a vacation. Yeah, I got kind of good dress like I'm on vacation right now. Yeah, a little are. bit. Before we even touch base on anything on the showcase, pretty entertaining. I was entertained. What's your general consensus about PlayStation's? You know, that's pretty much their thing for the year. Or two yeah, I mean, a lot of know? those games, obviously. It's already been said are not PlayStation exclusives. I would actually have to dive in entirely and see which ones are. I know not all of them are. A lot of them are going to be PC and PlayStation now. mm -hmm. That's the big thing going on. If if they have a live service game, it's probably going to be PC and PlayStation. 
honestly, I, I, I feel like there's been a somewhat moderate response online. Yeah. I, once again, one out of ten, I would give it a fucking eight. Like, I, I loved it. I loved the presentation. There were a lot of little games that I thought were great. Yeah. You had, like, your big games, your Metal Gear Solid, obviously, Delta. Dude, you're just going to jump into that one first? I'm sorry, I don't have <laughs> head first. Right well, yeah, you got your big one. ones. I can circle back. I'm just saying, That's you got your one. ones like that. Your Spider-Man 2, you know, which we knew about, but they right. had some gameplay footage, which looked great. Absolutely. And then you got your, I don't know, your little ones, like the Plucky Squire, which I right. thought looked really cool. I mean, have, you've watched previews for that before this, right? What, the Plucky Squire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. I've yeah. seen things on it, but just... Super unique, dude. It looks you know, great. I, I guess it wasn't anything crazy and groundbreaking that made you go, holy shit, did you see that showcase? But, you know, yeah. other than Metal Gear, obviously. But, but I don't think that's... Yeah. Well, I guess we'll get to that. But yeah. I'll have a question at the end here about what your favorite thing was. Okay. I don't want to start by talking about your favorite. Maybe save your favorite for the end. Okay. And if you happen to bring up my favorite. I got a couple favorites from that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, well, feel free to start on, you want to start with, like, indies or something small? I don't know. I guess I already touched on the Plucky Squire, yep. which is, I assume, an indie game. It's an indie-looking game. Dear God, it's really cool. Triple the, art, that. <laughs> the art style looks phenomenal. Yeah, um, yeah super unique. No, I don't know anybody doing that, like, real-life <laughs> slash drawing style. So. Yeah. And I think in the end, with an indie, sometimes the art presentations may be the most important thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's why games like Gris or Gree, I don't know if you played yeah, that. Yeah, that's... Uh, you know, I think that's what made that one stand out, is it had a really emotional narrative, and, and the art style game. was great. Um, and that, now they have that new one coming out. Was it the Neva? Yeah, Neva? that's that's the people that made Gris. I thought they were never going to release anything. <laughs> Do you have that one no, in the I barrel? No, I didn't actually. Okay. Yeah, it's when I looked at it. Thank God, thank God. All right. Because if you did, I would have laughed right now. This would have been the end of the podcast. The end of your vacation. <laughs> yeah, every day is a vacation when I'm leaving the house. Wow. Okay? Wow. Yeah, and every day is whining. So road. work is okay. like vacation to you? Um, that's a well, good way to live. Yeah, that's that's a good way to live right there. positive think. outlook that I have. <laughs> See, I'm trying to be Mr. Positive in episode two. You're overcorrecting. Uh, yeah. You're overcorrecting. Yeah. Hey, everything's awesome. Even though I just fucking... Seems like I was being negative about Zelda for a minute there. Anyway, we can talk indie games, I guess, a little bit more. I have a couple favorites that have stood out um, on me, during the PlayStation Showcase. Yeah. One of them is an indie game, Sword of the Sea. Yep, it looked great. Looked phenomenal. Yeah. I, I was a huge fucking fan of Journey. Yeah. I loved that game. For sure. Um, I loved everything that they've done, and this looks yeah. like Journey surfing. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah, like a desert, so. but it's like the ocean. It's yep. like a moving... I don't know, man. I'm Whatever the hell's going on there, I'm, I'm excited You're to about play it. it. And the art style. Again, you know, with these indies, it's like... That's something they've done really well, too, with Journey and... You know, it's like, yeah. if the depth is in the art style over the gameplay mechanics, it's going to get old for me too quickly. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing that, I think you can do it, but it has to be like a three to four hour game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, it worked for Journey because it was a short experience. Exactly. And that's probably, honestly, what Sword of the Sea is going to be, too. I'm sure it's going to be like a handful of hours, right? Yep. I mean, I don't know if they've actually come out and said anything about the length of the game yet. But. I mean, I think it was really just revealed. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, I think if you look into depth of some of these previews, there are more content that they released afterwards. But I, I, I can't think of anything else. You, uh, what, what, what's your next indie game? Well, that was the only, like, one of my favorite games out of the showcase that was an indie. Sort okay. of see. I'm yeah. looking forward to it a lot. Not just for the art style, which is great. Music awesome too in a lot of those games um Absolutely. but the traversal in general just the movement looks great 
Uh, I don't know. Did you beat Journey? Did you get far in Journey? No, but <laughs> I'm aware of how the game ends. Yeah, yeah like I kind of had it spoiled get, for me. You, your tail, your scarf, whatever, yeah. gets longer and longer as you collect. It's like whatever. growing up as a male. Sure, your scarf gets longer and, <laughs> and uh, hangs lower. And... Yeah, exactly. And then you could, as you move on, you jump higher and further, move faster, whatever. It's a lot of fun to play. It's like your progression. Yeah. Minimalist progression, progression system. But That's kind of what those games thrive in. Sure, Sword of the Sea will have some element of that or right. some version of But another one I'm looking forward to is this Ultros game. I don't know if you saw anything on this. Uh, I'm trying to think. What is it? It's the one, it almost looks like a Metroidvania, but it's a fucking 60s psychedelic art style. Right, right, You know right, what I'm right, talking right, about? Right. Yep. Looks I don't know exactly fucking which one. nuts. Yeah. The art style, that 100% is the main reason I'm excited for that one or looking forward to it at all. That for looks sure. fucking cool, man. It's like a hand-drawn, too. Yeah, kinda. yeah. yeah it I think looked, there's I a mean, hand-drawn element, but it's definitely 60s. It's you know, got to do something idea. different, though. Because, yeah. you know, an hour in, you're going to be wondering what else it's got. But I, I don't mean but to throw it, it under the bus It almost looks means. like a Hollow Knight-type game. Yep. Or yep. like a, you know, which I like It could hope to be a, lot, a so. Hollow Knight game. No, another indie game, though, is uh, Revenant Hill. Yep. It looks pretty good. I don't know if you... Did you play Night in the Woods at all? No. Uh, no, and after watching Revenant Hill's preview, I'm not, not particularly I know that's probably not I would probably alley. go toward... And again, I... I I understand the appeal of those games. I just know when I go to play those games, they wear thin very quickly for me. Yeah, you're yeah. more of like a you know Call of Duty hack and slash. You want to do you want no. you know to punch things those, and those shit to blow up. Terrible. See, whereas me, I'm like oh, more introspective <laughs> and like I want to play a game like Night in the Woods, where I'm like you know you're thinking about life and you know, like coming to and your story and yeah, you might start questioning some things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm only kidding. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm only kidding, obviously. That's not... I don't think either of... Well, that part I might not be kidding about. (laughs) But no, neither of us are like that guy, the in-your-face explosion gamer. But Night in the Woods, I I did enjoy the story in that game. You know, that's what you're going to get. It's very much the same art style, it looks like, in Revenant Hill. But there are moments in those games that are touching coming of age story type shit which i don't know i guess it's not for everybody like time, do you like like those walking simulator style games like i, I do like those finch kind of games. and things like, yeah yeah lake yeah or whatever yeah, that no. game is i'm I, about and, to start that actually I, soon i've never played i uh, i've never played any of them but uh-huh. i've always wanted to play them some of them are really good yeah um some yeah. of them aren't entertaining at all i feel like it'd only be like the big ones i'd play yeah, i probably like, like i never played firewatch and Firewatch played. is great. Yeah, and I've never game. played it. Did you ever play, speaking of this, I kind of want to touch base on this. Um, did you ever play The Outer Wilds? Oh, Outer Wilds. Yeah. I, uh, you know, that's one that I think I installed and never actually touched. What's your thoughts? I've been considering streaming that. Yeah, let's First do it. time playing it. Oh, wait, are you inviting me? Well, I don't know if how we, maybe we can structure it where we're both playing it somehow. Yeah. For the first time, you know, I don't, I don't know how we can do that. Kind of want to be an off-air conversation. Well, also letting people know who are listening that we're going to be streaming it on yeah. Twitch. I am getting the Twitch designation Good. for Punchline Pixels. So I do want to do that. Yeah, that'd be super fun. So moving on from the indie scene, I kind of want to get what is your thoughts on that Foam Star? That. Is one of the top three that I was going to bring up. One of the top... I know you're... I feel like we might be on a different page with this one. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that fucking game, man. That looks... If they pull that game off, 
it looks like a lot of fun Japanese art style that reminds me of like Persona almost mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I hope they nail the music too the way that those games do. Right. It. I mean, obviously, it's going to be compared to Splatoon, which is a game I love. There you go. So I think that's a big prerequisite to I it. Think it's like, you, do you like that style? And also, with it being very Japanese animation influenced, mm-hmm. do you like that style? If you do, fuck, you're gonna love this game then. Yeah, it looks great. I, I have know. zero interest. You can build, you know? there's a little bit of a difference in it from that in Splatoon, where Splatoon, you're obviously, it's just paint that right. you're painting on the ground. This is foam. That's, that that's is two it. different things, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but you can, like, you can build, like, I guess, structures with the foam. Yep. And it's, I don't know, it gives it another little element that makes it different from Splatoon. So can they differentiate themselves from Splatoon enough to make they it should. interesting. I think they will. The art style looks great. I don't know, man. I, I love Splatoon, and I'm really looking forward to playing this game. So that, that one was actually one of the ones I had in my top three. Interesting. Three or four, I guess, sort of the C's. Yeah, we probably four, had a vastly different top three, yeah. I have to assume. That's um, good, man. We, yeah, I agree. check different boxes. So. For sure. I think it's a good way to put it. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> I do. Okay, yeah, Foam Star for me, not interested, but I'm also not interested in Splatoon, so I'm not the mm-hmm. demographic they're marketing it to. Mm-hmm. What about Helldivers? I put a star next to that one, too. That Is that might a be, good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. That might be, like, number five if I were to put a top five in this together. Um, expanding that top. <laughs> I know. <laughs> became three, then it became four. It's going to be five. everything you talk about is going to be in the so, top. <laughs> yeah, so I put Revenant Hill in my top 20. Um, we're going back to that. No, Helldivers 2. Uh, did you play the first Helldivers at all? No. I know it's a totally different style of game. Yeah. I, I played Helldivers 1 with our buddy Isaac. Shout out to him. Is he listening? No. You gotta tell him about it. Yeah. He's not gonna listen we'll otherwise. See. We'll see. Just fucking tell him! <laughs> anyway, yeah, we played Helldivers 1 for a minute, and it was a lot of fun to play co-op with a friend. So Helldivers 2, it looks great. Yeah, it does. They obviously changed the, uh, you know, the camera, everything. It's a little bit different. The graphics, it looks like just a better experience overall than the first Helldivers. Like, there was more time and more money and everything put into it. I don't know if they have a bigger team now or however that works. I think that probably qualifies as an India as, as well. Which is interesting average. because it doesn't look it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's almost like the new double A. Now mm-hmm. that double A doesn't necessarily exist the way that it used to. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, I think it looks super fun. It might be, depending on how the initial reviews come out, that might be a day one purchase for me to play. Oof, if, if I can get someone else big statement to play co-op right with me. Folks, that's a big statement. Alex, I mean, he, he, he goes and he buys games quite often, but for him to make it a prerequisite that it's going to be a day one purchase. It probably will be. I mean, I really enjoyed the first Helldivers. I'm sure they're not going to make it a full price game even. I mean, it's crazy what they're trying to get away with sometimes. <laughs> what, $70 for the new Zelda? I, I went with the game vouchers and got two of them, which is a great deal. So you went uh, digital? I did. I went digital with the new Zelda. Yeah. I'm normally a physical copy person, but the thought of saving that much money on it and then being able to get the new Pikmin game when that comes out yep. in a couple months, yep. I, that's what I'm going to do. So what does it do? Just great give deal. you a discount on them? It gives you, you pay 100 bucks, you get two vouchers for games it's a good deal so it's a good deal right there you're saving money on zelda absolutely and then pikmin so will probably be saving, 60 you know i don't pikmin think will probably be 60. they can't get away with the 70 you're on saving that one. 30 bucks though yeah it's a good deal between the two so i paid 70 i paid 70 bucks for the fucking game first 70. did you play it all in hawaii 
I played for like an hour. Yeah. I was yeah. like, man, how do you no. how do you game while you're in Hawaii? You can't. Moving on. Uh, Helldivers, you're fucking, you got a heart yeah, on for I'm it. looking forward to it. It's going to be probably a day one purchase, like I said. You're going to pre-order and pre-come. Um, yeah, I don't know about pre-order. I like to see the initial reviews. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really pre-order games a whole lot anymore. It's a smart Cyberpunk. thing not to do. The Cyberpunk? Yeah, totally I don't do sense. that as much anymore. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, I don't just what other favorites um, do you have? Some of my favorites. Versus... I looked at the Spider-Man preview. Looks Did great. Did you play the first one? No, liked it. Really? but it looks oh. great. I mean, I love the developers, Insomniac, great developers. You gotta remember, I missed a generation. I didn't mm-hmm. own a PS4 or an Xbox One. And so then really? when I got back in, I, I have to like go back and play a lot of those games. There's ton of course. Problems. Especially on PlayStation side. PlayStation kills it with the exclusives. Mm. The narratively driven games, you know. By the way, are you downloading Ratchet and Clank this yeah. month? That's yeah. That's one of the games if we were going to talk about what we're playing right now or whatever. I didn't start it yet. I have it downloaded. I'm going to start it probably either tonight or tomorrow. I'm in the NBA Finals right now uh, in NBA 2K. Uh, I'm on the Pistons playing the Lakers. We're in game seven, which I'm going to play tonight. So literally the last game of that season. Then I'll probably move on to something else for a minute that Mm -hmm. is an NBA 2K because that's what I do a lot. And I'd like to apologize actually to a lot of my friends for for being so into NBA 2K. (laughs) I know it's probably put a a damper on some of our relationships. That and your personality. (laughs) That's fair. That's, that's, that's kind of uh, No, harsh. you don't that's apologize fair. for playing NBA. You apologize for hiding your online status. That's mm, you have to apologize okay. for. All right. Well, I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, I apologize for shit. Moving on, Phantom Blade Zero, what would you think? Looks great. Yeah. Um, I'm not like a huge, you know, Souls-like guy. This uh, battle system looks nothing like a Souls-like, though. Uh, it's supposed to be, though. Isn't it supposed to be somewhat like a Soulsborne type I mean, game? Did you look I, at I, the game? I did. I watched yeah. the game. It looked like Ninja Gaiden yeah. mixed with... It's more like that. You know, Sekiro. Maybe aesthetically, it looks more like... Yeah, like maybe Sekiro, Sekiro for or, sure. you know, Neo or one of those types of games. Yeah. It's supposed to, I thought it was supposed to be like a Souls... I mean, that's definitely like, the impression they had before the battling started. Mm-hmm. It was but very, it like, great. Bloodborne, you know? It um, looks like Ninja Gaiden to me. Yeah, yeah. once bit. the battling started, it was definitely... Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how it's... Over the top. It also kind of seems like, like back in the E3 days, you'd see a gameplay thing, and you're like, there's no way it's going to run like that. The battling system, how he was cutting one, cutting another, cutting both, it was too fluid. We'll it, see. It, there's uh, a lot. I mean, it's I have yet to see possible. that pull off. Maybe Bayonetta is a game that pulls it, it off smoothly. But that's not a Switch that we're talking. Right, you know right. Saying? I mean, the so first two games weren't oh, getting just close Switch exclusive. To that. But I'm just saying, like, the fluidity of that combat system, it's still a little herky-jerky when humans mm-hmm. are involved. There's still reaction time and button inputs and lag in terms of that. So it's like, the fluidity of that preview seems unrealistic. Yeah. You I mean, but it looks say, dope. was that one of your favorites? Yeah, like, absolutely what? not. <laughs> All right, what You've I'll... hated everything so far. I was not pretty... Hated, I was decently unexcited. But what I am excited about, this is my... Oh, this is my favorite... Marathon, dude. Okay. I'm so excited to see Bungie doing something else, man. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see them do something besides Destiny. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a game that they've made before. Right, They're right. Remade, it's a complete reimagining. Now, the obviously. worrying thing it's to me, not... it's a live service game, just like Destiny. We'll see. Obviously, they do it, and they do it decently enough. Sure. But, man, the music, the aesthetic, it's so unique. And, like, hearkening back to the OG Marathon. I mean, I, I played it before. I didn't play it while you I was did. new. You did? I never did. Uh, Barely. It was like a computer game from the late 90s mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or whatever. I, I don't, if, yeah, if not earlier. Um, I know very little about it because I was a big Halo fanboy back in the day. Right. I remember people always bringing up Marathon as yep. one of Bungie's games, obviously. I'm a 6 out of 10 on that. Bungie's <laughs> art is 
beyond a lot of other developers' art. They yeah. are just so unique. Even Destiny, dude. I mean, I think that's the one thing that holds Destiny apart is just its aesthetic in the worlds that they create. They're very unique. Yeah, and they're that. very uninspired by outside design. Things that Bungie do are very their own. So yeah, that was my that's my top right there, dude. When I, I that's the only preview okay. I rewound and watched again. I might have to watch it again because I mean I was They don't give you a ton of gameplay. It's, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a announcement trailer. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're not getting anything in terms of that. And who knows? Maybe the gameplay comes out and it's super fucking stupid. You definitely run that risk as well. But I'm pumped about that. That's my yeah. that's probably the one I'm most excited about. Worst case scenario, obviously, is an anthem type game. I know. When you're talking about live service games, For we sure. don't want that. Yep. Um, but like you said, Bungie has the experience, and Destiny's been Destiny for years, which means it's been the same for years. I wish I got into it. I like Destiny. But did you play all the expansions and the, the narrative expansions. and the That's lore? That's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a, I don't care. Like they're they're up to the final one coming up soon. I think they right. talked it, it about that, that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But how really interesting though. That. You know, you got Cade Six coming back in the narrative, which was a big thing. Yeah. And it was probably one of their best twists. And then you have uh, Lance Reddick, who just passed That's away. Right. So it's like it'll they're going to be able to pull that. I'm assuming they're going to mm-hmm. play that into his character into that game. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that content right there. Yeah. But again, I don't I don't care either because I don't play them. I don't buy the expansions. I don't know. I'm kind of I guess game. I have gaming ADD. I don't know, we touched on it a little bit in the first episode, how I'll buy a new game and jump from game to game all the effing time. It's kind of an issue, <laughs> I'm trying to work on it. That's kind of what happens with these games like Destiny, when they add expansion after expansion and stretch it out as much as they possibly can. I get bored pretty quickly. No, I don't... I don't think I'm the only one. But there's a lot of people that are looking forward to the newest Destiny expansion. Well, the world's always so different. It. Like, did you look at that Lightfall that they just released recently? Nah, yeah, I'm I mean, so bored with it. But here's yeah. the thing: when they release something, it's a brand new world, it's brand yeah. new characters, it's brand new enemies to fight. They're not shortchanging their expansions. I mm-hmm. think they do a really good job of it. I'm not personally prescribed to it either. You know, I I, I don't play it either. We'll see yeah. what they do with Marathon. I hope it's different enough too from shit that they've. I agree. Because obviously, Marathon was what like their first game that they ever made, mm-hmm. or one of their first yep. games. Been inspired from Marathon when they made Halo. I hope it's not too much like Halo or Destiny, and they differentiate it enough because obviously they've been inspired from Marathon in the past. It's a game they've made before. I'm gonna know. assume it's nothing like the OG, yeah. but they do gunplay really well. They do traversal mechanics really well. Okay. Obviously, they do art design really well. They do music well. They do voice. It sounds like a winning formula to me. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I'm excited to see Bungie do something new. Yeah, what was your What was your What were you most excited about in this showcase? Most excited? All right, I've got two more big ones that I want to touch on. There's three actually that I want to touch on. I'll start with the one I'm the least excited about, but I'm still excited about, and that's Ghost Runner Two. Did mm-hmm. you ever play Ghost Runner One? I did. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man, and it looks just better. It looks like they're gonna expand on that. It looked more of a AAA title, so that's number three, I guess, and on my list of excited. Right at the bottom, near the shaft, foundation. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> number two, Alan Wake Two. Looks dope. Looks phenomenal. Yeah, I'm not a big survival horror guy, but did you play the first Alan Wake? I did, and I played Control. Okay. Did you play Control? I played Control a did bit. You, did you I know play, they're part of the so same you didn't play their expansion and, pack? No, I, I got probably five to ten hours into so Control. Good, it's a really good game. I, I love the combat, obviously. The you know animations, everything was yep. fluid as fuck. Kind of groundbreaking, I guess, as far as that goes. The environments were 
okay. Very destructible, but yeah. very repetitive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was the one knock I had on control and probably why I never beat it. Alan Wake was phenomenal. Because it was originally, it was an Xbox exclusive, yep. so I had never played it. And then when they released the remastered one on PlayStation... I decided to pick it up and play and it. And Switch. I got it on Switch now. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go down that alley, see how it runs on Switch, I guess. Right. Alan Wake, yeah, it's great. I remember when I first started playing it, telling, once again, my friend Isaac, that I think this game is going to end up being one of my favorite games of all time. That being said, I never beat it, and I stopped <laughs> playing after about six, seven hours. I think something else came up that I ended up playing instead. Well, you're gamer ADD. Exactly. I'm going to go back and play the original Alan Wake to prepare for the second one because, I don't know, narrative-wise and, like, what happens in the first few hours of that first Alan Wake, phenomenal. It'll capture your interest right away. He's a, you know, a mystery writer or whatever, and things start to just happen that he's writing, happen in real life. And I'm curious to see what they do it looks like it's going to be a little bit more of a survival horror game now. Which, I mean, it already was, but right. it was more of a psychological thriller story-driven game. I'm not a big survival horror guy, which we've talked about before, so I hope that doesn't turn me off too much from it, but I'm excited for that one. And then, number one, obviously, maybe it's not obvious, I don't know if I've talked about it at all yet, but Metal Gear Solid is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Me too. And it probably is my favorite franchise if I had to pick one. Within that franchise, my favorite game is fucking Snake Eater. Yeah, it's the best one. I it's think. Fucking, I'm looking forward to Metal Gear Solid Delta big time. And I hope they don't fuck it up. That's because my Kojima's not involved, obviously. Yeah. Just don't fuck with it too much. Update everything, you're good. That's my number one by far. I'm excited for Metal Gear Solid Delta. I am too. I love Snake Eater. I grew up with all the Metal Gear Solid games, you know, the first one, the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and up. And the third one was just so revolutionary in terms yeah. of narrative. Like, I still am inspired by the narrative. It's one of my favorite narratives in a video game. Kojima can write some crazy shit, dude. Great twist at the end. Great origin story as well. But I'm concerned. There's always a butt with you, man. There always is. There's always a butt or two. Hate to see you leave. Love to watch you walk away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this preview, man, I think it's very... Konami, man. And the problem I see happening here... I hate it. It sucks preview. that that I name is a negative connotation. Really? Yeah. What did that do? I what don't know. Did you, that saw do? you saw a bird. You saw a snake. And then you saw two alligators and an asp battling in the water. Is that some sort of like allegory for like the story? Because otherwise, maybe? that's the dumbest fucking thing you could do on that preview, dude. Because it's, it's not even weird. what happens in the fucking game. Yeah, it does. It's so unrealistic, dude. It's so... It's not so The bird got away. I don't know if you caught that. The bird got away. Perfect. Awesome. So, that being said, do you still feel that way? <laughs> if not more so. <laughs> I And then I think the reveal at the end, it's unlike what Kojima would have done. Mm-hmm. It's very not Kojima. Look, they fucked up the Silent Hill re-release. They fucked up re-releases quite often. Yeah, I've wanted should to I remake. temper my expectations is what you're saying. I yeah, should, I, I should would. relax. I think, you're, I think after right this now. game comes out, you'll still prefer the original. Oh. That's what I foresee happening. Wow. I think I think wow. you're right. Don't fuck with it a lot. What are they going to change? What can they change? It's not even necessarily what they to. change. Maybe it is what they, they change. I'm excited. You man. know, sometimes I think when you redesign a character model, it can remove you from that experience. Mm-hmm. I look at Tess in the remake of The Last of Us from the original one. Mm-hmm. She looks like a different character. And that's not a bad thing because it's probably more aligned with what that character actually would have looked like. But you play these games when you're growing up and you associate that model with that character. And then when you play the remake, 
it's what they're supposed to look like. But you're like, fuck, dude, that's not how I pictured them at all. You know, and maybe that was more prevalent back in like the PlayStation days, where like probably because you'd have you your animated have... character and then you'd have your yeah. polygon character. You know, so. Mm-hmm. I think that art style holds up so well in those old ones. I don't know what they what Kojima did, but like that's I think NGS two holds up. I think NGS three. You're holds right. Up. You're right. The problem I see is it's almost transparent what this is. They're not doing it because they love Metal Gear Solid as franchise. They're trying to make money. That's fair. That's fair. You but know, I think it, I think I'm it's a happy shell. to give it's them that shell. money if if it's the and, same and game I don't judge but anybody. updated. My brother will buy it. Yeah. I know he's listening right now. He's going to fuck that. That's right. I know we already shouted him out once. Tapped today. out. Which, by the way, yeah. New Simpsons tapped out update. Have you played it? <laughs> Is I'm this real? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's made up. But anyway, I don't know, man. I, obviously, I'm a Metal Gear Solid fanboy. I'm coming across that way right now, and that's fair. But literally just update it completely visually. And yeah, and I'm on board. Don't fuck with it too much. But you're right. There is a negative connotation with Konami now. Now, here's one interesting thought. The, obviously, the boss battles in Metal Gear Solid Snake Ear are fucking phenomenal and second to none. So sure. the most interesting. One of them, I don't know if you remember, but you have to die and mm-hmm. then take oh, yeah. a pill to come back to life. Are they going to fuck with that at all? It's not a spoiler. It's absolutely a spoiler. Everyone knows about that <laughs> boss battle and how you have to do it. Maybe it is a spoiler. It's a tip. It's a trick. Tips yeah, and for tricks. sure. That's well, what we offer here. Well, I remember that magazine. Ooh. Wasn't Tips and Tricks on Tips and Tricks, was it? Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Dip definitely tips got that. And tricks, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's Nintendo Power. It's a, a different sexual. magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I used to steal those demo discs. Oh, fuck. Dude, the demo discs from Game Informer. Oh, oh or all of them. Well, didn't they all do demo discs? Yeah, that's the first time, dude. Demo disc. Shout out to demo disc. It's the first time I played <laughs> Rapper the Rapper. Oh, okay. Classic PlayStation. That might demo be true for me right too. Uh, first time I think I played SOCOM was on that same demo disc. Okay. And this is a very developmental demo disc for me. Like that was my introduction to, like, the world of gaming was that demo disc right there. Ape Escape for me. Right. Yeah, Ape I Escape. Think I crazy. That on a demo disc. That's yeah. shout out to PlayStation demo discs. <laughs> okay. Looking really, forward to that so much though. Metal Gear Solid. Delta. Yeah. Um, I taper my expectations. I hope it's good. But if I they s- fuck with things like that, sorry to interrupt you, oh. but going back on that boss battle thing I was saying, if they fuck with little things like that, did change they fuck the with boss the, battle. Did they fuck with the uh, 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 Mantis fight on the Twin Snakes remake for GameCube? <sighs> I don't think so. Okay, so you know, it's like, they at least it's out there that like if you keep that formula, it's going to do well. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully they don't. We'll see. I'm upset that Kojima can't profit somehow from this, or uh, maybe he does. I mean, I don't know how there's, that works. There's a but... chance there's still a contract, you know. Maybe yeah. he is. I think the problem is, is when you take the soul out of it, it's a shell, mm-hmm. and I think that's what that game is to me. I don't think it necessarily needs a remake. Maybe a re-release, yeah. not a remake. Just yeah. upscale it and re-release it because I'm fucking pumped. <laughs> yeah, I also wasn't too excited about Twin Snakes. So it's like when they re-release these things, sometimes I'm more or less a purist. And they are re-releasing the, the first three Metal Gear Solid games, too. Like, they almost could have just done that. Yeah, right. right. But, I, I uh, could have been happy with that. They almost did themselves a disservice to do that when they released this new game. You know what I mean? Like, right. would you rather play the one that they just re-released or this new game? Look what Rockstar did with the remaster. They pulled the originals. <sighs> And then they put that piece of shit out. So That's, hopefully they don't follow yeah. in those footsteps. That was a we'll see. dumpster fire right there. Man. Absolutely. If it goes down that path, then that'll be very unfortunate. Because as of right now, that's my number one game I'm looking forward to probably yep. overall. Other than that, I don't know. that, that Those are all the games I'm looking forward to. Yeah, How I mean, do you feel about, uh, not to change topics too much, how do you feel about Harvey Weinstein? 
I don't know. We needed to call back Harvey Weinstein a little bit, right? Shout out. Shout out to Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Shout out to Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Hope you're doing all right in there, bro. <laughs> oh, God, don't. Um, I was going to say, how do you feel about um, Project Q, is what they're calling it? I think, it's a, I think it's slightly unnecessary. I already do that from my iPad, and it works perfect. You can stream PlayStation 5 games on your iPad? Yep. Yeah, you do yeah, remote play. Yeah, okay, remote play. Remote play. Yeah, I mean, I can play my PlayStation Five anywhere. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah, it's just a little tablet you can't essentially play any that remote games plays. On it on itself. It's no, a streaming. Yeah, it's yeah, not exactly. like Steam Deck or anything like it's that. It's like a PlayStation controller. Yep. With Peripheral, a screen yeah. in the middle. Yeah. So I'm already so. doing that, and it works great. So if that works like this, sure, it's cool. The earbuds, the earbuds to... look cool. Yeah. I like those. I don't think it's anything revolutionary, though, that they might be trying to plug it as something bigger than it really is, like you're saying. Yeah, but. It's slightly unnecessary, I uh-huh. would say. Anybody who wants a remote place, already remote. I play. think the price is going to be way higher than what people want or are willing to pay for that. And does anybody want it? Honestly, <laughs> another cause, question. I mean, because look at it, it's basically a phone, and your well, phone already remote plays. Yeah. I guess release the backbone that came with it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't need a separate console. Nobody's asking for that. Well, they're saying that it's like the first handheld that PlayStation's fucked with since the Vita. Yeah, but that was like but what, I don't put that eight in years ago. That wasn't even that long. Ago. I don't even really call this a handheld. I don't know what to yeah. call it. Like it's not. It's, it's not its own system. You know, it's what I'm almost saying? like the so don't plug system. it like that because that's not what it is. Wait, that's I'm all talking, it is. I'm telling, that's all it is. It's, it's not its own system, is what I'm saying. I didn't. I never said it was. No, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, but it is its own system though. Because it's just a tablet that they're releasing that does PlayStation Remote Play. That's not a phone. You have to have a PlayStation 5 in order to play it. Correct. But you're still buying a separate monitor. Yeah. But it's not like, hey, PlayStation Vita 2. It's not its own system. But it's going to be called something. Project Q is going to be called something. Yeah. They'll try it. But what I'm saying is I feel like they're going to try and tout it as, this is our new handheld, when really it's just a stream. It's a PS5. That's it. You need a PS5 in order to run it. So it's not its own I agree. separate thing. It's a streaming thing. Yeah. I think that that might be how they plug it, and they might try and have it at a high price mark in order to justify that. <laughs> Knowing PlayStation, they will. But Knowing all of them. I'm not on board. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people will be on board with it, but we'll see. Only other things I want to touch on. Final Fantasy 16 still looks good. Yeah. Dragon's Dogma, another one of those coming out. Uh, that was a really great Kind of an underrated game. The new, the new shit looks great. Dragon's Dogma 2. It, yeah, it did look for sure. Good. I agree. So if you enjoy the first one, I'm sure you'll love every. They'll probably improve. Probably a heavy sale so. purchase for me. To wrap it all up, we've gone a little long here. PlayStation VR announcements. Excited about any of those? I'm not a big VR gamer. I don't know. I'm not sold on VR gaming. It's not the end all be all to me yet. But it's not doing enough yet. Mm-hmm. Can only do so much with the gameplay. I think so far too. Yeah, it seems and... very stilted. You know, it looks like Half Life Alex is probably. The best There's like a so VR far. coating over every game. You know what I mean? Like it has that VR smell almost. I fucking hate the previews with just the floating hands. Yeah. It's just so... I can never get into VR previews. So once they eliminate that somehow and break the third wall and make it feel like you're really in there, Yeah. that, you know, obviously will be a different story. But that being said, Arizona Sunshine 2 looks... Really good. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I've seen people play the first one. I never played the first one. But it, was, it was VR as well, right? Yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. Looks great. Yeah, so, yeah I agree. You know, it looks fun. I, I think that'll be a lot of fun. And this Synapse game looks really good, too. For sure. Do you recognize voices in that, by the way? No. Yeah, the voices were Solid yeah. Snake and Naomi Hunter. 
Oh, for they're real? like reunited. Wait, those voice actors. Snake and, yeah, like David, David Hayter. Okay, yep. that's another interesting thought. Who's gonna do the voice of Solid Snake in the remake? What David Hayter can't? Uh, wasn't it Kiefer Sutherland that had to? Yeah, but that makes sense for the narrative why Kiefer Sutherland did it. Yeah, because. So, well, do know. you remember the twist of MGS Five? MGS Five. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. So that's why it's Kiefer Sutherland, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. a Venom Snake. So I bet they bring David Hayter back for this. I hope I so. I thought they had a falling out. That's the only reason I say that. I mean, probably if he signed with Kojima, they did. Yeah. Well, you know? we'll see how that goes, the politics play out there. But I don't know. I hope everything works out once again. Metal Gear Solid might be my favorite game of all time. Snake Eater? Snake Eater original so might be my favorite game. It's up there. Top, so good. Top dude. three. Yep. Ocarina of Time, Final Fantasy X, Snake Eater. Ocarina of Time... Replaying it, I definitely dropped it in my list a little bit more. Nostalgia was attached to that a lot. Replaying it, it's so good. Just very rudimentary. Yeah. It's like you gotta like have separate ranking systems. To say anymore like, oh, Super Mario Brothers World 3 is my favorite game ever. It's like, what the fuck, dude? dude, Have you played Halo 3? (laughs) It's like like you have to like almost put decades over Mm. your list. Like if you're like fucking Pac-Man, dude. Best game, like, you're an asshole if you say that right. at this point. Right. You don't I, actually believe that if you say that. And I and I bet there are people out there that say that. Yeah. Or they're like Tetris. It's like, okay, okay man. Sure. Have you played Tetris a game in the last two decades? Yeah. <laughs> right, Tetris, what's that? You Tetris can say 99? Tetris 99. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I would accept that answer more than well, Tetris. Well, yeah, that's more respectable. <laughs> I, I agree, I agree. But, yeah, yeah, needless to say, man, you know, back to PlayStation VR, I'm not about it. And I think the sales were... Kind of reflect that like public I don't know isn't how behind it's selling, it yet. Is it not? No, not no. Bad, not good at all. And they dropped their expectations like by fifty percent, like the sales they thought they were gonna make. There was no first title PlayStation developed game for VR announced, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of showcased like, dude, they're not putting their best foot forward with that system or that peripheral. They test it, and if it doesn't work, they they throw the baby out with the bathwater. Love that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know that old. A saying that we always say, throw the baby out the bed. Everyone knows baby. I say that all the time. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm just, like, once again, I'm not completely sold on VR gaming as a whole until they can start to level out the difference between VR games and regular games because obviously you'd rather play like a normal version of a game that's great. Zelda or even Resident Evil 4 that they're, they announced a VR version of mm-hmm. that on PlayStation. It looks good. But wouldn't you rather play the normal version? Absolutely. Yeah. But so, I'm not the person they're probably trying to market VR mm, to. We'll see if they can expand behind beyond just the people that want that. Yep. And more casual gamers, which I think the Oculus did a decent job of that at first. That was their goal, with having it being owned by Facebook or right. whatever. That was actually reason I didn't get one. That's why and a good reason, because yeah. I there was a time where I deleted my Facebook and it I couldn't get on my Oculus. This doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, that's not right, but... Regardless, yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with more of uh, PlayStation VR down the road. I think it's something I could purchase eventually mm. if I ever decide to get back into VR gaming. But I don't even put on my Oculus anymore. I don't entertain the thought. There's nothing you really look forward to on there. Would um, you put your Oculus on for me? If that's like something you're into. Maybe it is. Okay. Yeah, we can arrange that. <laughs> we can arrange that sometime. Definitely. Good to know. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Uh, we ran a little long in the tooth. Another Sorry! Saying, another <laughs> saying I love saying all the time. Long uh, in the tooth. That's right. Alex, why don't you send the people home with another word of encouragement like you did the last episode? What, what's something you want to tell the people before we sign off? Um, just remember to <laughs> keep it crispy, ladies and gentlemen.
And uh, I regret saying that. You're so stupid. Yeah, I hate when you say that. At the end, I think in episode 1.5 or whatever, I yeah. said some dumb bullshit you too. Did. Because yeah. every time you're going to say this, it's my favorite part at this point. So I, if I had to give one word of encouragement to everyone, it would be hey, people, just uh, make sure to keep your heads up and keep on trucking, baby. Uh, no one's ever said that before. Wise are words never spoken. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This Thank is uh, episode two of Punchline Pixels. Again, I am Laird Waisaki. I'm Alex Van Dam. And we'll see you next time.